0: Welcome to CamdenCast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven podcast.
1: Yes, uh, today's episode of CamdenCast will cover uh, season 6, episode 13 of 7th Heaven. The title is Drunk, and sadly, there is no German title. Um, I mean, I'm sure there is a there's a German, t- it's a different word in German,
0: but... <laughs> we don't, we do not have access we to do not the German the, title. We do, yeah. <laughs>
1: So there was no English translation, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So the IMDb user synopsis is, With Robbie still in Florida, Matt fails to warn Simon, who got paternal permission behind Ma's back for the angers of attending older boys' parties. Simon's mate Morris drives him home, but hesitates to ring, given spiked punch promises a killer hangover anyway. Meanwhile, Lucy settles her mutual good popular girl jealousy with Mary, but jointly attending a frat party nearly sees Lucy forced to drink. So
0: what frat party? <laughs>
1: right, that didn't happen. A few things didn't happen. I don't understand what Robbie had to do with <laughs> with this.
0: Was, he, was it like because Robbie wasn't there? Simon drank. I mean, we're all drinking because Robbie isn't here. The fact
1: that he called it the, like the ang attending older boys' parties, it again, makes it sound like it was an orgy.
0: Really? But
1: anyway, we'll get into that. <laughs> um, so what was your first impression?
0: I think this was another strong episode. I think because it was mostly in the family kind of thing. Uh, and also they did th- – they, although there were, like, separate storylines happening, um, at the end they all merged together, together into one big storyline, which is kind of what they did in the last episode, where they kind of kept to the core of what it was going – so I think like, whoever the showrunners show, the show over at 7th Heaven at this point have finally gotten their stride on how to write good, concise, efficient episodes. Um, I have to point out the music in this episode specifically. Uh, there's a lot of shenanigans happening, and for the shenanigans they went with very quirky music it was a very much reminded me of like something you'd hear in the background of like the adams family or adams family values or adams family the reunion (laughs) there was a third one did you know okay that's it okay
1: (laughs) so let's get into the episode we'll start with the cold open as we normally do
0: Simon is at high school where he is in awe of Morris. I would just like to remind everyone that Morris is the bully from the second episode of this season who Simon hated but is now best friends with. Um, Morris seems to be a very popular guy with, like, a cool group of friends, and Simon wants in, and uh, his opportunity comes to fruition with a party invite. Why am I talking like the IMDb user summary? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, there's a couple of guys who are... Uh,
1: Someone's parents are yeah. out of town, and there are all these guys, and they're like, oh, well, you're the minister's kid. You're not interested in coming to my party because there are going to be kids drinking and smoking there. Um, and Simon's like, no, I can be bad. It's my dad who's the minister. So Simon scores an invite, and right before we cut to the opening credits, um, Morris pulls these guys aside without Simon. And he's like, oh, you know Simon can't Camden can't handle one of your parties. And they're like...
0: He doesn't know what he's in for. Yeah,
1: and they make it sound very <laughs> ominous.
0: Yeah, and like, weirdly sexual. Um, so before we head into... I just want to
1: say, one of these high school students that's having the party, he already had the women lined up for the party before. <laughs> so... Uh, anyway,
0: um, before we uh, get back to Simon's storyline, which is the main one of this episode, we're going to check out the, what the other siblings are up to. Um, so Matt, uh, Matt's gotten a couple of letters in the mail. As you,
1: as you may remember, he's in his final year of college, and he has an eye on medical school.
0: And he seems to have gotten two letters, one from NYU and one from Columbia. Now, as a person who has a family member who is currently applying to med school... There's no way in hell Matt ever got into either of those schools.
1: Especially, like, he goes to a community college. Not saying, like, there's anything wrong with community college, but just, like, I don't know. I feel like people who end up going to NYU or Columbia already went to, like, an Ivy League school or a very highly ranked school because I know NYU is not an Ivy League school.
0: (laughs) Um, And you have to have, like, it's, I think, like, a 3.7 or higher to even be considered for, like, those top-ranking um, med schools, and then you have to score even higher on your MCATs. Yeah. And... Ugh.
1: And you know that all the people that get in probably have four O's. right. Not, right. You have to have oh, higher 100. than a three seven, but all the people who get in probably have 4.0s.
0: And I'm not saying that Matt isn't smart, but I'm saying that this show has not established well enough that he did well... Like, he did that good in college, or that he did that good... I guess they, like, made him valedictorian in high school, but, like, we haven't seen him... I don't know, he seems to always be having having girl troubles in college that, like...
1: Yeah, and he's wor- he works a lot, too, so I don't know.
0: I mean, the, his working, his experience... He's got a good
1: work-life balance.
0: His experience might, like, give him some sort of edge, but not... I don't know. I don't think... It's unrealistic. This is the one thing I don't like about television. They make you think that you can do such great things, <laughs> and you really can't. <laughs> so... Uh, some
1: motivation for you here at Cast.
0: <laughs> so, um his like his storyline is basically him being afraid about opening the letters to see what, if he got in or if he didn't. Um, so he hands it over to Ruthie who ends up knowing if he got in or if he didn't. And she kind of holds it over his head for all of the episode. Cause she doesn't think he's ready for the answer. Um, and he's not until he is. <laughs> and, uh, congratulations, Matt Camden. You got a full scholarship to NYU and a partial scholarship to Columbia.
1: (laughs) For medical school.
0: Like, okay. Yeah. Um, Apparently... Not only
1: is Matt smart enough to get into those medical schools, he's smart enough to get a full scholarship.
0: He's smart enough that they want him there. Yeah. Um, They didn't just accept him. They wanted him. Um, Matt, apparently Ruthie being the wise... Youngin that she is It's like The reason that I wasn't That I wasn't telling you Was because I knew That you needed to come ter- To terms with the fact That you're leaving Glen Oak And yeah That's really it Yep So I think this is like Kind of what A set up for like Ma- Like Matt's departure I'm assuming Yeah Or unless he decides Not to go to New York I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen Um Don't tell me <laughs> Uh Okay. Anyway,
1: um, so... As
0: one Camden is leaving college, two of them are entering.
1: <laughs> that was a lovely segue. Thank you. Um, so Mary and Lucy come into the house, and like Lucy's like throwing a fit, and we learn that they went to go register for college today. So Mary is finally going to college, and her and Lucy are going to be freshmen together at the same time because I guess Lucy took like a year off or a semester off. Um, and... Uh
0: Lucy is upset because Mary uh, enrolled into all of the same classes that Lucy did and Lucy basically thinks that Mary is single white femaleing her. Um Lucy is really upset about it and Mary Mary's reasoning is all I thought that like you know being around Mary, uh, be, being around Lucy and Lucy's friends would help me, especially because if I fall into the wrong crowd, I'm susceptible to bad behavior. So Annie is like, uh, you guys figure this out amongst yourselves, but Mary, but Lucy, let Mary hang out with you and your friends tonight, because that's another point of contention. Mary invited herself to like an outing with. Uh, with
1: Jill and Barb. Or,
0: yeah, um, so. Mary and Lucy are still fighting. They're like, oh, you're always trying to be in my life, blah, blah, blah. But when we get to the location of the meetup, it ends up being a bar.
1: Um, (laughs) And for some reason, Mary has to keep repeating this, that she's like, oh, we're at a bar. So apparently Lucy's cool new friends drink. Um, Mary is like not on board with it. And Lucy is like. Well, I'm going to be a minister, and I need to drink like the common people if I'm going to understand my parishioners, constituents.
0: Which really sums up Lucy in a sentence. She doesn't think she's one of us. (laughs) She
1: thinks she's above us all.
0: Yeah, she's like, I need to be one of the people. Um, Mary's like, you know, we're younger, we shouldn't be here. The The girls are also older, and they're like, oh, we know the bartender. If we buy the drinks, well, you'll be fine. And Mary's like, Lucy, do you drink? And Lucy's like, I don't, but I might tonight.
1: Which doesn't, if you drink, if you have one drink, you, then you drink.
0: You drink. Yeah, that, that's how that works. <laughs> um, and she's also willing to, like, buy pitchers for Yeah, uh, she's girls. buying
1: rounds for everyone. But when we come back from, like, a different scene or whatever, we see that Lucy has not touched her beer um, because she does not actually want to drink. She's just doing this to fit in um
0: and then when and mary's kind of like hovering she's not at their she's table at but a
1: she's, separate table alone
0: so lucy goes over what we think is to like tell her to go away but when mary and mary's like i'll leave but i'm going to come back to pick you up because i don't want you driving with your drunk friends uh lucy says no no no, stay i want you here i realize that i don't like if i if you leave that means i'm going to be forced to drink and i don't want to drink Um, And we kind of get that, you know, maybe it was a good thing that Mary came along, that maybe Lucy isn't as, you know, put together, like, as the good girl, as, like, the show or, like, her siblings or her parents, like...
1: Think she is. Right.
0: Um, and we get a nice kind of like resolution to Mar- this Mary and Lucy thing, where Mary's like, "You're the one who's always made the right decisions. You never make mistakes." And I thought if I followed in your footsteps, I would also be making good decisions and not making mistakes. So like, can I take classes with you? And she and Lucy's like, "Of course you can, but I'm not perfect. Look at all my mistakes. And all of her mistakes are boys." Yeah. It's like she lists out. This is voice. her.
1: This is her life.
0: And so it's nice. It's nice for them to realize that neither one is better than the other. And they, you know, they need need and you can use each other.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All right. So now to the main storyline, I suppose. So as we said, Simon gets an invite to this cool kids party. And he's got to ask mommy and daddy because that's, what he's got to do, he's a Camden, and Mommy uh, says
0: no, <laughs> but Daddy says yes.
1: <laughs> uh, so that's a point of contention between the Camerons. Um, eventually, they come around because um, the Rev. Well, the Rev says like. Annie says to the Rev, oh, well, you only said yes because you wish you whooped it up more in high school and college. And the Rev is like, "When well, you only said no because you whooped it up too much in high school and college. So Annie's got a little bit of a party past. But like
0: we want to know all I about. I want to know
1: all about Annie's, like, past. Yeah. So the pre-Rev past. Yeah. Um, so... The Rev is like, okay, well, we've got to, like, trust him, and he's growing up, so we got to let him go sometime, so why don't we reach a compromise? And they do, and they tell Simon he can go if his buddy Morris comes in and meets them first, and, I don't know, gives his word that he'll protect Simon or something.
0: I just want to say that when they're... when the Actually, it's happened twice. I think Matt did it once, and, like, Mary did it, and also... Annie does it as, like, an example of why they're, like, afraid to send Simon to this party. Is that, like, they're, like, and if if he ends up coming back having vandalized the school, then you know whose fault it is. They keep on using Mary's example as somehow, like, comparable to Simon getting drunk at a party. It's, like, they're two completely different things.
1: And they're also two completely different people and also, like... I don't know. And
0: Mary's, like, had, had like, there was a, like, procedure there. Like, she she got her the one thing in her life taken away from her, and then she was, like, lashing out. But Simon's going to a party, and drinking is not the same as vandalizing. And they
1: also keep saying, like, drinking and smoking, and you know they're only talking about smoking cigarettes. It's not even, like, like, drugs. Like, I don't know. Anyway, so um, all of this happens, and Mars comes to the house and meets the Camdens, and Annie... Um, like, gives him the third degree? Is that what i write? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. Um, before this happens, just one quickly. While Simon's on the phone with Morris trying to get him to come over, um, Matt overhears, and Matt kind of gives Simon a bit of, a, like, a lecture, too. But um, he's like, I won't say anything to Mom and Dad, but you should really, dub like, rethink going to this party. Uh, but, yeah, Morris, like, has, like... This is a very funny scene. You said that... I think you, like, said it best. The actor who plays Morris... It was trying very hard to do, uh, like...
1: Matthew McConaughey.
0: Yeah, and, he's and like, the way he was responding to Annie. It was just... First of all, it was very uncomfortable as, like, an outsider looking, like, watching it happen. But also it felt like it would be uncomfortable for the person in the scene. Yeah. Because, um, like, having a parent be like, you give me your word, you'll take care of my son. Whereas, yeah, it's like, also
1: weird because he's not, like, taking him on a date or anything. Yeah. It, it, it's so, it's like... Well, Morris says that. He's like, what am I, taking you out on a date? Like, why do your parents insist on meeting me and whatever?
0: So at the party, uh, it starts out with Morris just getting some sodas, and then, like, the two guys who seem to be the masterminds behind this. Who
1: really want to get Simon in trouble for some reason.
0: They're Like, uh, the real party's in the back. And it isn't even like it's like a secret party. It's just go to the backyard and then there's That's where the
1: keg is, yeah.
0: Um, so he initially says no to the beer, but then they're like, oh, well, if you're not drinking beer, then here, have this punch.
1: Okay, and I said this, yeah. and I'm just going to say it again. Never in my life have I ever gone to a party where there's been punch in a punch bowl. And if I, if there was, like, I would probably assume that I wouldn't, I wouldn't drink it if there was.
0: The last time you were uh, at a party where the punch is a punch bowl is when you're five.
1: Yeah. Um, and so they're like, oh, here, Simon, have some punch. And somehow, well, there's green alcohol in this punch. And somehow Simon just can't taste it at all. So he has a hearty serving of punch.
0: He, like, downs it. And the next time we meet up with him, it's because he's in the car, drunk, and Morris is driving him back home. And it's very early. And he's like, we had to leave. You were, like, making a scene. Uh, But I'm just going to leave you here because I don't want to walk you to your door because I'm afraid of your mom.
1: (laughs) So, and he's like, and I gave her my word. Um, so Simon gets out of the car at the same time, Matt is on his way out to get ice cream and Lucy and Mary are returning home from being at the bar. Um, and they all meet in the driveway and they realize what's going on with Simon. So they're like, we have to figure something out. First they throw him in Matt's car because the rev comes to the front door and almost sees them. And Simon throws up in Matt's car
0: and they, like, actually do, like, the vocals for that, and it sounded so disgusting. So you hear just, like,
1: it sounds like water, like, being poured. It's, like...
0: It's liquid. It yeah, liquid. It was too liquidy. <laughs> too liquidy for
1: vomit. Yeah.
0: Um Then we are all... All the kids, including Ruthie, who pops up like a weasel.
1: <laughs> out of... Out, yeah, they're all in the garage trying to figure out what to do with Simon. Um, and they decide that they're not going to tell the parents, the Camerons, even though um, Mary... Well, because Mary is the only one that wants to tell the Camerons, and um, it's annoying, this new Mary and the role she's taken on, but um, you've said it kind of that she's doing it because... She doesn't
0: want what happened to her to happen to Simon. Basically, if you, like, look back at Mary's story, like, all the Camdens, at least the Camden kids at some point, knew that Mary was struggling, but they, like, didn't tell the parents, and they hid it, like, and they, like, kind of covered for her sometimes, or they didn't say anything... And that, like, because it it got it went on for so long. That's how she got deeper and deeper into trouble. So she's worried if they cover for Simon, he'll never learn his lesson. And uh, but she gets outvoted, and they decide to cover for him. And then we have some like sneaky times where like Ruthie, um distracts the Rev by wanting to talk about sex, and Matt distracts distracts Annie by wanting to talk about the letters from NYU and Columbia, and. Um, Mary and Lucy like takes care of the twins and Mary is in the bathroom with Simon trying to like lecture him basically Yeah,
1: um, sh- and she, ha- she has like a little um, kind of heart to heart with Simon and she tells him like you're never going to realize you're in trouble if you never get in trouble so like that's why I wanna- wanted to turn you in tonight I just so um, and she's like cleaning him up simultaneously like showering him and letting him helping him vomit I don't know um, we have some
0: shenanigans with all of them in the bathroom, and Annie's like, "Why are
1: you all in the, the bathroom bath- together? Why are all of my adult children <laughs> hanging out in the bathroom together?"
0: Right. Um, uh, the point is here that they're trying to sober up Simon so then Simon can leave again and enter before his curfew. So it like so it he's like doesn't seem drunk. I don't really understand the logic behind this.
1: They're like, yeah, brushing his teeth he's and here. stuff. I guess um, so. Anyway, this all backfires because as they're ready to send him out the door um, to re enter the house and pretend he just got home, the doorbell rings and you don't see who it is um, until Simon leaves the house and then it comes back and the Camerons are there talking with Morris.
0: Morris, who, after two hours, had a change of heart because of his word to, to Annie Camden. I don't understand why Annie Camden's word is so strong, but it is. It
1: compels people to do things they wouldn't ordinarily do.
0: And, you know, Mr. Matthew McConaughey Jr. is like, I got a little scared, but, it, you know, it's hard work doing the right thing, but I did it. I'm here, and I'm here to check up on him. But obviously, the Camerons had no idea, and so they have tears in their eyes.
1: And then Simon walks through the door, and he's like, "Hey guys, it was a." G-. He can't see Mars though, so he was like, "It was a great party. Thanks for letting me go. I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm real tired. Just trying to cut down his interactions with the Camerons." And then Mars steps out from behind the curtain,
0: and that's uh, that's where we get you know Simon getting lectured by his parents. He's basically grounded for life. Simon tries to blame the fact that he didn't know what he was drinking was alcoholic. And uh, he's like, I'll promise I'll never do it again. But the rev is like, Well, if it wasn't your fault, how can you promise you're never do you'll never do it again? Since it was completely out of your control, which is logic sound arguing. Is that something you learn? Like a power you gain as a parent, yeah. um, and kind of the lecture train for Simon continues when Ruthie comes in. It's like you're not being a good role model. It's like, is this what you want for me, Sam, and David? Is this what you want us to see? And he's like, you're right, I knew that there was something wrong with that punch, but I kept on drinking it. And, yeah, I mean. I mean, that's. He ends the episode by going down to his parents and being like, you can't blame the others for what they did for me. Yeah. Um, I take full responsibility for it. And that's kind of like where we end it, where he's like learned his lesson. Yeah. So. Great episode. A nice uh, bow uh, tied on top of that box.
1: I'm gonna give it. It's gonna be like record high, a five point five.
0: Oh wow, that is high.
1: It's enjoy. It was an enjoyable episode. It's.
0: Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the five. It's, I think it was on par with last week uh, with the last episode that we did. So I'm gonna okay. give this a five. Some
1: good hijinks.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: Anyway, if you want to hear more about the Camdens and their hijinks, you can catch us every Wednesday and Saturday for new episodes. But any day of the week for old episodes. Every Wednesday and Saturday on SoundCloud.com/CamdenCast on the Apple iTunes Podcast app and on Stitcher, and you can follow us on social media. Our handle is uh, our Twitter and Instagram handle is at CamdenCastShow, and on Facebook we are Facebook.com/CamdenCast. I am Erin.
0: I'm Tanvi, and this is CamdenCast.